Hey, welcome to Mama T with Facts and Tea. I know it's been a while. I took a little break, but I'm here to give you guys the information that you guys need to get along in this crazy world that we live in. So first things first, let's get to talking about the voters' rights bill. If you have been following uh, this bill, it's been trying to get passed for years. It's been passed in the... Um, the House, but it was not passed in the Senate. So everybody wanted to go on record in the Senate on who went against passing the voters' rights law. Um, This bill was going to give people the day off to go vote. It was going to give people more options to vote by mail. It was going to give people more options to be able to vote more easily in whatever state that you're in to make it a federal law. Because since Biden won the presidency and Trump lost, a lot of these Republican states um, have changed their voting rights laws, even though people said this was the best turnout of voting, the most safest part of voting, the most accurate part of voting, because people are more likely to vote by mail because, you know, COVID is still going around. It was going around during that time. And they just didn't want to do that because honestly, they don't want everyone to vote because the Republicans do not have the majority vote in America. Let's be honest. A lot of people don't believe in the morals that the Republicans believe in. So at this point, it's going to be hard when we have to vote this upcoming, I believe, fall. When we vote for um, people are going to be losing their seats in the Senate. People are going to be losing their seats in the House. So just keep up to date to whatever state that you're in and who's running for what and make sure you go out there and vote no matter how long the lines are because voting and having the right people in office will make things change in America. Let's talk about President Biden. So President Biden um, was trying to compromise with the Republicans to get this bill passed for voters rights and for the bill back better plan as well come to find out he's saying that he might have to split up the bill so certain things can pass because some democrats agree with the whole bill some of them don't some of them agree with certain things in the bill the republicans don't agree with anything biden does because they didn't want him to be president so they're not voting on anything that he does so we just might as well count them out when it comes to the vote so we're just going to just sit back and see what President Biden does when it comes to this Build Back Better plan. And I'll keep you guys more informed on that when he lets us know how he's going to chop up the bills so or certain things can pass. I want to let you guys know that the things that he is doing, I know it may, it may seem like um, our president is not doing that much for us because gas is high, food is high, um, rent is high, everything is high. But a good thing that he is doing is that he is pitting more minorities to be judges. So he's appointing more judges that will be at that job, appointing job to the to the day that they die, which is an important thing because a lot of these judges are ruling on important laws in different states. So he has so far appointed 62 women, 24 black people and eight black women. So he is the president has appointed more diversity within the appointing of judges. 
judges, judges, judges are important. So this be thankful that he's making our uh, law system more diverse when it comes to judges. And also we're going to talk about COVID. So one thing that came out is that you are able to sign up and get free COVID tests for your household. So you will be able to, I believe you'll be able to get three um, testing kits for each household. And you will need to go to COVID tests, that's all together, .gov. So you will go to that website, you'll put your name and you'll put your address. So only one person in that household can sign up to get those COVID tests. Also, it was approved that um, they're going to pass out 400 million free N95 masks so people can be more safe walking around with this new variant Omicron out. So you'll be able to get three of those if you go to like a CVS, if you go to um, uh, the health department, they should be having those and passing those out soon as well. Also, they've been saying if you are up to get your booster shot, please do. Because if you get your booster shot, you, um, if you'll be 90% less to um, end up in the hospital with COVID. I'm not going to say you're not going to get COVID because a lot of people have been getting COVID with this new variant because it's so strong that it's passing through the, um, the vaccine. But if you catch it, it's more like you just have a cold and um, like more, it depends on your immune system. Some people, they're not affected. Some other people, they have like a little cold. Other people feel like they have the flu. So the thing for the vaccine is just for you not to end up in the hospital and die. That's the reason why you had a vaccine. And not to say that you're never going to catch COVID. It's just for the symptoms of COVID won't be so strong. So if you haven't got vaccinated, please do. If you haven't got your booster, please do. Just keep everybody safe. If you're not going to get vaccinated, please wear your mask everywhere you go. Please keep your social distance. Wash your hands, everyone. Wash your hands. Anytime you come back from in the house, from outside, wash your hands. Wipe down everything with Lysol. Please, 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 everybody, please try to stay safe. This um, variant is not going anywhere. Omicron is stronger in this uh Viruses, COVID virus is getting stronger and stronger as it grows. So we're going to talk about how Donald Trump is going down, you guys. He is going down so bad. So everyone knows about January 6th and... There has been a committee in Congress to bring up all the information on how did this happen, what led up to January 6th, what led after January 6th, what was the president doing, why all these, um, I'll call them terrorists, why all these home terrorists were basically ramping through the um, the Senate, ramping through Congress. What, were, what was the president doing? Was he trying to help or was he just sitting back laughing? So... I have a few few things that has came up recently. So uh, Giuliani, which was the former president's uh, lawyer at the time, he's been subpoenaed for all his all of his records, all of his um, cell phone records, all the records that he has done with Trump. So 
I wonder what's in those records. I can't wait to this to everything is all out and about. Also, Donald Trump's son phone records has been subpoenaed. So he has to turn those over. And they have asked Donald Trump's daughter, Ivanka, to come in voluntarily to testify in front of Congress, the committee, to verify what did she tell her dad to do when the insurrectionists were, when they were storming the Capitol. What did she ask him to do? She told him to, can you please tell them to stop? Can you please tell them to go home? Can you please tell them to say that this is not uh, patriotic she was telling her dad our former president to get these people help that were in the capitol he was not trying to hear it and he tried to basically say that he didn't want the records from that day or the day before or the days before to um basically uh, be released to the committee but the supreme court said he doesn't have a right to say that they can't release those records because those records belong to the government. So the committee does have the access to get those records and they're doing more research on what was said, what was done the days before, who was Donald Trump in contact with, um, who was the the congressmen or congresswomen that gave some of these people um, tours the day before the uh, Capitol was um uh, right, uh, what I'm trying to say before the, the terrorists had came into the Capitol and tried to, run, to basically take over the uh, the Capitol. So we're going to see who was involved with this. And this is going to be a long investigation. But like I say, whatever is done in the dark, going to come to light. Donald Trump, you cannot run for the law, buddy. You try to sue everybody to hold up the process, but this is this is not going to work for you. I'm sorry. And I don't know if you guys heard about the synagogue that was um, a person went in there and held uh, worshipers at gunpoint. And it was a hostage situation. And this is so sad because it's like you can't even go and worship whatever guys that you guys believe in. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, in the United States, you have the right to believe in whatever gods or religion that you have. And someone... um went in there and he was from he was from britain and he only was in the united states for two weeks y'all for two weeks and the crazy thing is is that he was on the radar for being a terrorist and british but they said that they didn't have enough ev evidence that he was really a terrorist so they took him off the list they said he didn't um he they determined he didn't pose no threat but i guess that was a, that was a lie because he he was only in the United States for two weeks. He bought a gun from a homeless man, and so the sad thing is is he was shot dead. But the good thing is all the worshippers were um, led out of the synagogue and they were in safe hands and no one was hurt other than the suspect. He was shot dead. Um, the FBI did say a statement saying that committees of faith will likely continue to be targets of violence. So everyone just please be vigilant. Everyone please be safe when it comes to you trying to worship your, um, your religion or going to your church. Everyone just please be aware of your surroundings. If you go to a church or a synagogue, just please ask 
the your leadership for them to have security. I know at our church we have security because you never know who is there to actually really worship with you and fellowship with you or who is there to hurt you. So you always want to be aware and just be safe. So we're going to talk about Florida now. Everybody know crazy things go down in Florida. So Florida is passing a bill to ban lessons on discrimination that make white students feel discomfort. Basically, they saying they don't want their kids to be taught anything about discrimination, anything about slavery, um, critical race theory that's what they keep saying but that's not taught in public schools that's only taught if you want to take that class in college so the thing is why does not why don't all schools have the same curriculum when it comes to history all through the united states is we all have the united states then went through the same thing through all the different states why we all can't learn the same thing i just don't understand that and i feel like the more you try to censor what your kids learn the more they're going to be culture shocked when they get older and they go to college or when they get older, and they read books outside of what um, your parents or your teachers are authorizing you to read. And you really learn the history and then you're going to feel betrayed because you're going to feel like you try to shield me from this. This is why there's so many people walking around uneducated. This is why so many people around here that don't know what really, what is the real reason for white supremacy and why, why, why white supremacy is this all through the Mecca of how the United States work because they don't want to teach the real history. So that's Florida, but it's a whole lot of other states that's doing the same things. Also, Mississippi was trying to do that as well, but good thing about that is the the black people that was on that committee in mississippi they walked out they didn't vote on that but it still got passed because they had more people i'll vote them but they try to do their protests and walk out but it didn't work then you have these crazy parents i don't know what it is about parents and having their kids wear a mask and they just start acting crazy i have no clue but uh this virginia mom she gonna stand in front of the whole school district if they make her her child wear her children that's what she said her children wear a mask she gonna come up to the school with all her guns and shoot up the school so what kind of example are you teaching your kids to where you just feel like the instead of having a discussion, you just feel like there's a need just to go from uh, having a discussion to violence. Don't, I don't think that's a good example. Um, she was charged, but my thing was she was able to go home. And now the school has more security at all the schools in that district because now they're afraid that somebody might really come up there and shoot up the school. You can't do things like this. There's a lot of people that's not mentally stable like this. You know what I'm saying? And school is just for kids to go and to learn. And, and it shouldn't be anything to where why your, why your kids can't, why your kids don't wear a mask. They should wear a mask. They're around other kids. If you don't want your kids to wear a mask, they have the option for you to homeschool your kids or to do school virtually now. So there's no excuse for you to say, well, I don't want my kid to wear a mask. Okay, keep them at home. 
So, okay, so we're going to talk about a sad story that just does not make any sense. I've been getting a lot of requests for people to give, for, for people asking me to do more research and give more information on this case. This case is for Lauren Smith Fields, who was a black woman who was 23. And she went on this dating app. And supposedly she went on this dating app, met up with this white man that was 50 years old. And she ended up dead at her own apartment. So there's a lot of suspicious things going on with this case. First things first, the police never notified her family that she had died. That was the first thing that was suspicious to me. Because if anyone dies, even if it's not even a murder, if it's an accident or unexpectedly from natural causes, you know what I'm saying? Or from um, an overdose or anything, you, the police... It's their responsibility to notify the family. So the way that her family found out that she was dead was they didn't hear from her for two days and that's not like her. So they drove down and went to her apartment and her landlord told her family that she was deceased. Okay, so the landlord thought that the police told her parent told her now I'm gonna say her parents told her family because it was her whole family that came down there her immediate family also um the police didn't take no evidence from the house so let's break this down this white man said he woke up and found her dead on the floor with a bloody nose okay um, he called the police. They just took his statement, let him go home. Didn't take no evidence. Just took her body. He said that he didn't have sex with her after her family is, um, had got access to her apartment. They find a used condom with semen in it. They found also some pills on her counter that wasn't prescribed to her. And it just seems, it's, everything just seems suspicious because there's a dead woman. Someone called and said they found her dead. You're still supposed to do some kind of investigation, even if it's an accident, even if it's natural causes, you're still supposed to take evidence. But the police didn't do that. Then... The family calls the police to come pick up the evidence that they found and they haven't even turned it into the evidence department at their police station. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys, this happened in Cincinnati, Bridgeport. So this is the Bridgeport police and the family is asking for an outside investigation because... Everyone is corrupt. So the sheriff that's supposed to be over the police station, he in jail for fraud. So they have an active sheriff right now. It seems like he didn't do his job either. The prosecutor is under an investigation for fraud as well. So I'm like, what is going on in this this whole town right here? Everything It just seems very, very, very fishy. Then come to find out, the white man, the 50-year-old white man, has ties with the police station. 
He's like uh, part of a wealthy family in that area. And it just seems like this is trying to be a cover up. Everything that they're doing is making it feel like that family's not going to get justice that they want to have because all the evidence is so corrupt that you can't even get give a give a what I'm trying to say a logical trial because they haven't turned in the evidence yet that's disappeared um the coroner hasn't even gave the whole report on the opto- the autopsy and the family has to pay for a special autopsy out of their own pocket because they don't trust that city. I don't blame them. Um, they did recently have a march for justice for um, Lauren be- um, on Sunday, which would have been her 24th birthday. This woman was a college student. They said she was a business owner. And all she did was go on this dating website to go on a date with somebody. And she ended up dead. And this police department felt seems like they just didn't care. As a black woman, it's always hard to get the justice that we deserve. Everything in this case seems so suspicious and so suspect to where the point to where you're just like, how can this even happen? In 2022, how can this even happen to where you don't take no evidence? You just you just do just a police report. That's it. This paperwork. There's no evidence. Someone really dropped the ball and whoever was the the um police officer the police officer that responded to that call um he is under an investigation as well because of this whole situation because it, it seems as if he's friends with the white man i'm not going to release his name because um he hasn't been charged and he hasn't been considered a suspect but all i'm going to say is this whole case seems very suspicious i'm just going to say as black women and young black women, I'm just going to say, please be careful when you're going on these dating sites. Don't let somebody come to your house. If you meet somebody off of online, tell your friends, tell your family where you're meeting them at. Meet them at somewhere that is public, where a whole lot of people meet them. Um, make sure that you tell your friends or your family what's their name. If you can, you see their license plate, get a license plate, take a picture, screenshot the, uh, they picture off of whatever dating site that you're using, because there is a lot of crazy people in this world and you just can't trust people nowadays and you have to protect yourself. I know everyone is out there to find love or out there just to find somebody they just want to chill or go on trips with and stuff like that, but you just still have to be safe. You can't be secretive with everything that you're doing because when stuff like this happens, how can your family even justify what happened? How can they even find the information of what happened? The police officers, they haven't even, the investigators, they haven't even asked the the dating site for transcripts of how Lauren and his white man even communicated with each other. 
So at the end of the day, when something happens to a black woman, something happened to a black person, period, it it seems like our family has to be the investigators. So God forbid anything happens to anyone close to me or anyone close to any of my listeners. But if it does, please have your family be able to investigate into your phone. Somebody should be able to go into your phone. Somebody should be able to have your, your password. Somebody that you that is close to you. You can't have everything just closed up. Everything as a secret because now her family, they're just trying to figure out like how did she even get in contact with this 50-year-old man? Is she 23? What was the conversation about? Why, why did this even happen? How did he even end up at her house? Because Lauren can't speak for herself now because she's dead. So now her family has to fight for justice. And this police department feels like they they don't care. And it seemed like this is a pattern in that, in that city. That they really don't care about what happened to black people or to minorities in their city. And they do have a good lawyer. He's fighting and trying to help this family out. But... There's only so much that he can do. He just really feel like his hands is tied, but he's still going to help this family fight and get the answers that they need. And if the man don't go to jail that did this, at least some of these police officers can be held accountable for what they did because this is unacceptable. This is not what your tax dollars pay for, for, for them to do cover-ups, for them just to pick and choose on what cases they're going to investigate. That's not what we pay the police for. And it seems like that whole de- police department needs to be investigated by the FBI, by the DOJ. They need to be investigated because this is for them to just sweep this underneath the rug. This ain't the first time they didn't did this. This is probably the first time that they got some uh, publicity about what they didn't did to somebody. But this ain't the first time they did this. And the way that they treat this family is despicable. I'm just going to keep them in my prayers. We're going to hope that Lauren Smithfields gets the justice that she needs. Because this is a sad story. She is a young woman living her life, trying to have a good time. And somebody took her life. Allegedly. That's what we're going to say. Allegedly, because everything's not out yet. But this is just sad. Everyone needs to be safe. Not just women, men too. Y'all need to be safe out there. I know this is this is just a crazy world. And this is just a sad, sad story. Like I'm sitting here researching. It's like they don't have no information. Nothing. The police didn't take no evidence. This is unheard of. I love cr- true crime. And this is unheard of. So, again, this is Mama T with Facts and T. And if you guys want to ask any questions or want me to investigate any particular story that you um, have seen like a headline on, just please reach out to my email address, which is Mama T with Facts and T, all together, lowercase. And... 
please follow me. I am on all social media platforms. I'm even on TikTok now, y'all. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you think it up. I'm on there. Please listen to um, my podcast on Spotify. Please subscribe to my page, um, my podcast. Um, tell someone. And also a new thing I'm going to be doing is on Thursdays, because I love true crime, I'm going to release episodes on true crime. So on Tuesdays, you guys can listen to my podcast and hear about the news. And then on Thursday, you guys can listen to my podcast and hear about a true crime story. So that's something new. For 2022, we're going to be doing new and big and better things. So just keep in contact with me. Like I said, you can reach me at mamat at gmail.com. I'm on all, on all social media platforms. Tell someone about my podcast. And until next time, stay blessed, stay safe. Peace out. <laughs>